Hi guys, welcome to Therapeutic Combo. It is Jasmine here. Happy Black History Month, guys. I hope you're having a great February. It's really cold out here in DFW. I don't, if you don't know anything about me, I loathe the cold, guys. Um, but the temperatures are supposed to drop even lower. So that's exciting. But anywho, I like to use my opportunity to stay inside and actually do things that are creative or whatnot and give create content for you guys, which I love to do um, when I'm not seeing my clients, which is another passion of mine. So today, like every other podcast that I've covered, I like to cover topics that are relevant to my life, right? Or some type of topic that's come up, you know, in relation to others, whether it be my own personal life with my friends and family or something that's come up or something I've seen to be a trend with working with clients, because it's all relevant, right? Um, we're all human beings. I'm no exception. Topics that I that I experience, um, that I come into contact with with my clients are some of the same topics that are um, very relevant in my personal life with my own friends and family or whatnot. So more recent than not, um, I don't know if I've shared this with you guys, but I'm technically self-employed now, right? I do contract work. I have a contract position, but all in all, I work for myself now. Um, I took a leap of faith and I quit my nine to five because it was not serving me, right? I am passionate about what I do and being able to give back to my community. And the me doing that, me working the job that I was working, it was not allowing me to do that. It was not allowing me to be a, the creative that I enjoy being, nor was it allowing me to take on opportunities to connect with my community. So I decided to leave, you know, um, and another friend of mine also took the same leap of faith and decided to quit their job as well. You know, it's not like we made a quit our job pack, right? I just thought of that, but anywho, it's not like we made a quit our job pack. However, my friend also decided to, you know, take a leap of faith and do something that he loves and he enjoys and to be able to really give into, um, the area of choice, which he's a writer, give really give into that part of himself, really invest all of his energy in what he loves to do and what he's wanting to do. Because honestly, that's where he's happy doing, right? That's where he feels the happiest. And the same with me. I feel the happiest when I'm allowed to do things that I would love to do, you know, without restrictions. And which brings me to our topic today. I wanted to talk about less I wanted us to talk about how to live a more fulfilling life, a more happier life, or a life that's more in alignment with what you decide or what you want to have or the life that you've chosen, right? And I think this topic is so very important because as I go over it, for the most part, I just want to give you guys permission to take control over your life. You know, there's no right or wrong way to live life. However, there's no right or wrong way to achieve your goals or accomplish whatever it is that you want or to live a life that you you would like to live that's more fulfilling for you. However, um, I just want to give people permission to do the thing that they need to do to live that life. Okay, guys. So the first thing, like I said, you know, I got my little paper because I want to make sure I cover everything and I don't forget anything. And I'm not that experienced to where, let me move my camera a little bit, to where I can just go off the top of my head, right? Because all this information is important. I don't want to forget anything. So the first thing I think that is going to be helpful for you guys to live a life that's more fulfilling, you know, to improve your overall mood and sense of well-being is to determine what you want out of life and what makes you happy. I think that is major, pivotal, you know, and essential to live a life that is filled, fulfilled, 
right? But this being the first thing that you need to do won't necessarily be the first thing that you actually do. Because oftentimes we don't even know what the hell it is that we want. We know what it is that we don't want and what doesn't make us happy. But I think oftentimes what happens is we have these goals, we have these desires that are often just projections of other people's wants, hopes, and desires, or even their expectations. Even if you think about the family that you come from, right? The society that you're a part of, we've all been conditioned, conditioned or influenced in some way or another um, to live the lives that we've chosen. You know, um, oftentimes I feel like what happens is we feel so restricted in this. What We feel so restricted because we feel like these are the things we should be doing. This is what we're supposed to do. This is how life should, should go. For example, um, a popular one would be, oh, you know, I'm getting closer to 30. I'm not married. Um, I don't, well, I have a son, but this is just hypothetical. I'm getting closer to 30. I'm not in a career that I want, right? I don't have a family. I don't have the, the white picket fence. I don't have the house. I don't have a bunch of children running around. I am not where society says that I should be at 30 years old or something like that. And oftentimes, even measuring your level of success is based off of what society tells you or the way we've been conditioned to believe this is what we need. But oftentimes people don't even, some people don't even want to be in a relationship, right? Because if it doesn't serve you, I don't believe in um, subscribing to anything that doesn't serve you or make you happy. Um, if you don't want to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. If you don't want to have kids, don't have kids. You know, if you don't want the house and a white pink fix, you don't have to. You don't, if you want to live in an apartment and not a house, have at it. If you don't want to have anything in your name and just be a nomad, have at it, have at it, right? But I think often what happens is we feel the stressor of the people around us or the world that we live in to subscribe to these things. And that's where the stress comes about. And we get so stuck in the shoulda, woulda, couldas, but we're not. And instead of focusing on what is something that truly that I want and starting to make decisions that are more in alignment with what I want and what I need, you know, and then it brings me to my next point. Like I said, the first thing I want you guys to do is just determine what you want on the life and what makes you happy. But of course, you may not know that off the top and you may have to work through these next few topics, these next points in no particular order. I just wrote them down as they came to my mind. Um, but you may have to work through some of these other things before you can even determine, you know, what it is that you want out of life and what makes you happy before you can start living your life in alignment with that said thing, with those whatever you may identify Anywho, decide if your goals are a projection of yours or others. Ask yourself. I even I've been a victim of this. I have to the point I ask myself, Jasmine, is this something you're one or this is a pressure of other people who tell you this is what you should be doing? For example, one for me personally is dating. Honestly, I'm single and I enjoy being single, guys. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I haven't found a relationship or I haven't been in a relationship that, you know, has served me, to be quite frank. You know, but honestly, I got back out there and I was dating at a point and I was asking myself, like, what the hell am I doing? You know, why am I doing this? You know, I, I'm i OK, you know, just chilling over here and focusing on me and my son. Um, but I realized I was allowing the pressure of society to influence my decision making. You know, I'm getting closer to 30. I just turned 29. I'm like, dang, what if I want to have children? Another kid. Oh, my God, I'm freaking out. I need to have a husband and all this and that jazz, you know, because if I want to have kids, you know, time's ticking. The biological clock is ticking. Sorry, guys, my computer logged out for a second. The biological clock is ticking, you know, as what am I going to do? 
But in actuality, when you allow those pressures and those fears to take over, you start making decisions that aren't even in alignment with the first thing like I uh, listed earlier, which is determining what you want. Those things were not even in alignment for what I want wanted as a person for where I'm at right now, which is another point that's further down my list, you know, determining what you want right now in this moment, what serves you right now in this moment, everything else will take care of itself. Which brings me to my next point. You can change your mind. Maybe when I was a little girl, that's that's what I wanted because, you know, of course, like I said, we were conditioned to want certain things and have certain expectations in life. And we've been told and we've been taught this is what happiness looks like. Of all the things that I listed earlier, you know, white picket fence, having a kid, having a career, having all this jazz and stuff, being married. We've been told and we've been taught that this is what you have to do to be happy right? In actuality, that's not the case for everyone, you know, and that's something deeper rooted too. You know, there's reasons why people got married centuries ago, you know, it was a means of survival. And then now we're in a um, way different situation, right? Right. Things are quite different. Women are working for themselves. Women are making money. Uh, women are extremely successful. There is not a need. It's not saying there, I, of course, I'm a marriage and family therapist. There's nothing wrong with being in a relationship, but it has to be something that serves you that is beneficial for you as well. You know, if it does not serve you, there's no point in doing it. If it doesn't make you happy, what's the point? Why waste your time? Why waste your energy? I say all that to say there was a time that women had to get in relationships as a means of survival because they did not have the same opportunities that men have, you know, and their ability to um, be chosen, right, by a man was very vital because how, who the hell else is going to take care of them? Because once their dad is done taking care of them, who's going to take care of them? Because that is what was required back then. But life is different now. Those same things, those same expectations and requirements from a century ago, they do not serve us anymore, people. So we have to do our best to start to identify what it is that we want, what we need, what we desire for who we are in this, in the world that we're a part of now, the society that you're a part of now. I really, you know, like I said before, technology is not my thing. I don't know why my computer keeps opening, closing, open, closing. But anywho, back to what I was saying. I don't want to just get all over the place, you guys, but you know, I hope you're following. So as you grow and develop, you become a different person. You can change what you want. Like I said, what I wanted when I was a little girl may be completely different than grown woman Jasmine. Grown woman Jasmine don't want all that stuff. Grown woman Jasmine, you know, values her happiness more than anything else. You know, there's other things in my life that I find I deem important that is a value for me. Um, that were not values when I was growing up, you know. Anywho, five, you can change how you get what you want. There is not a wrong or right path to take. Everyone is unique. Everyone's journey is different. And so is their method. I think this is a really big one here. So even if you guys, maybe you started a program with your, um, I don't know, friends, um, you guys are around the same age, just because you guys may seemingly have a similar goal doesn't mean that you have to accomplish that goal um, in the time that your friend did. You don't have to accomplish anything on anybody's timeline but your own. You know, life is complex. Everyone's life is different. Everyone's journey is different. There is no right or wrong way to get to where you're trying to go, right? The only, I guess, let me let me correct that. There is a right way. The right way is the way that makes the most sense to you and that's more congruent with you and where you're at in life. You know, you cannot compare yourself of other people to other people because, you know, you'll just be disappointed. Um, you know, what's that saying? Um, comparison is the, is it the theft of joy? 
you know, if you constantly compare yourself to other people, you're going to be constantly disappointed. You know, that's no way to live life. You know, I even, I've gotten to the point that I only measure my success to myself, what I'm doing and where I'm going and where I've come from. And I think that's another great place to be in. Um, as I've said before, your timeline is your timeline. You know, what works for you is what works for you. If you don't want to be in a relationship, don't allow other people to put you in a relationship. If you don't want to work, well, you need to work to survive for the most part. But if you don't want to work in a particular industry, don't work in a particular industry. Because I know there's the pressures of society is real. The pressures of family is real. The pressure of the culture that you come from is very real. However, you have to ask yourself, is this something, a life that I can maintain long term? Is your mental health really worth, worth the sacrifices you're going to make? You know, if you're able to do that, then fine. Do what you have to do because ultimately it's your choice. However, I don't want you guys getting into the habit of making decisions um, that are not incongruent or in alignment with what you want because eventually it's going to lead to other things. You know, you're going to be disappointed. Your um, life satisfaction is going to be extremely low, you know, because you're not doing the things that you want and what you doing what you need in life. All right. Here's another one. Accept things for what they are, who who people and who people are in the present moment and honor those needs that you have. I think another big, you know, pothole or whatever that everyone falls into is just not accepting things for what they are and going with that. You know, we want things to be a certain way and we, we, we subscribe to a certain thing and we say, you know, if only this was the case, if only that was the case, you know, as opposed to just accepting things of what they are and managing our expectations from there and doing things based off of what I see in front of me, if that makes sense. For example, um, I don't know if you're at a job and you don't have much opportunity to grow, right? You know, all you can do is advocate for yourself and do what's within your control, you know, in your best efforts, if you're able to advocate for yourself, you know, speak up for yourself or whatnot, and then your needs are still not being met, then you have to make a decision that serves you, you know, based off of the what's in front of you, if that makes sense. So not getting stuck and say, well, you know, maybe I'll stay here for a few more, more years. Maybe things will change. You know, and I think that just sets people up for disappointment. I would rather you make decisions based off of where you're at right now, based off of what you see. Is this meeting your needs and go from there? Not know what if, what ifs, you know, what could, what might. No, that's not what is. You need to focus on what is. It is what it is and focus on that. Make your decisions based off of that. And the same with relationships. You know, <clears throat> if Kenny seems like a jackhole, you know, he does all these things that are um, not congruent with someone who's a great partner, right? Kenny or Karen, right? I'm not just going to pick on the guys. If it's Kenny or Karen, if they're doing things that don't make you feel good about yourself, it doesn't, this is not a relationship that, that what you, this is not the relationship that you want based off their qualities and characteristics. This is not what you want in a partner. You have to focus on that and make your decisions accordingly. You cannot be focusing on what if they change, maybe they could change, maybe they'll be different. I'm not saying that people, you can't work with people and you can't um, work together to make progress and do things differently because no one's perfect. However, if you find yourself spinning your wheels and uh, spinning your wheels and you are getting no change, no results, and you keep focusing on what if, maybe he'll change, maybe she'll change this and that, that's another pothole that people fall into. You set people for who they are and how they present themselves in the world, and you go from there. You know, I don't want you focusing on, you know, having a fantasy of something, a different person, essentially, because you're fantasizing of, you know, what if they do this? You know, if they can only do this, things will be different. Well, things aren't different. This is what it is. And you need to focus on that and make your decision based off of who this person is and how they're presenting to you 
um, upfront. Of course, like I said, after advocating for your needs or whatnot, you can speak up for your behalf because sometimes people are just so unaware. You know, we all have done that before. You don't know what makes people upset. You don't know what makes people feel love. But out of all of that, if you're do, making your best efforts and things still don't change, you just have to accept things for what they are and then make your decision from there and take control. You know, and I, I emphasize that all the time. We have a lot more power than we allow ourselves to believe. You know, if you don't want to feel disappointed, ask yourself, well, what can I do to take control of feeling disappointed? Because if Karen keeps not showing up at Papa Do's every time you invite her out, fair. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. The first time she doesn't show up to Papa Do's, I say Papa Do's because I love Papa Do's. The first time she doesn't show up to Papa Do's, fair. Life happens. Things happen. The second time she doesn't show up to Papa Do's, you know, you gave her another chance because, of course, fair. Life happens. Let's reschedule. Bet. We're all adults. Second time she doesn't show up, then the power is back shifted to you. You can ask yourself, because you've been disappointed twice by this person, um, you know, not doing what they're going to say, doing what they're saying they're going to do. So you have to take back your power again and ask yourself, well, Karen's disappointed me twice. What can I do to take control of my emotional well-being? Do I give her emphasis on power? Do I give her another opportunity to, to disappoint me? Or, I mean, of course, you can communicate how you feel or whatnot. But however, people only do what you allow if it's consistently a pattern. If you consistently give this person the opportunity to disappoint you, they're going to keep disappointing you. But you can take control of your life and ask yourself, well, I don't want to feel disappointed anymore. And based off of this person's behaviors and their patterns, all they're going to do is disappoint me. Right. And that may not be true. But what can you do to safeguard yourself? For example, even if you do invite her again, you have to tell yourself, well, hell, she may not even show up. And that there is even giving yourself some you know, breathing room because you're not putting all your hopes and the expectation that she may show up because you've already looked at her pattern, you've done your observations and you realize that she doesn't, she may or may not show up. And that way you're not putting all your weight on, you know, all these different possibilities that may or may not come true. And I think that's a way that we have to operate. All right. I think I kind of touched on the last one already. I said to get out of the shoulds, the shoulds, woulda, couldas, you know, cause I think that's another, another pothole that people find themselves in. You know, I should be doing this. I should, I should have had this done by now. I should be successful by now, whatever that uh, looks like. I should have a family by now. I should be married by now. I should give up on my dreams because it seems like it's too hard to accomplish. Shoulda, and then you find yourself just getting so caught up in shoulda, woulda, coulda, and you're putting too much weight on yourself. You're burdening yourself with all of these unrealistic expectations for who you are in this space. So one thing I really want you guys to do, and if you struggle to do this, you know, maybe seek a help of a therapist, which is why I'm here, right? Why are there many therapists out there? You need to work on unburdening yourself of all that responsibility and the weight that you're carrying around because sometimes those shoulds are just unrealistic expectations for you. There is no should. No one should tell you. No one should dictate your life and how you live your life and when your life, how your life is lived in your own timeline. That's something that you have to assess for yourself. So guys, back to my main one, which was number one, is determine what you want out of life and what makes you happy. Um, that's the main thing that you have to do. You have to figure out what it is that you you want. You know, get away from, you know, what society tells you is what you should want and in a good um, habit 
to subscribe to is asking yourself when you feel like, for example, if you feel stuck, you don't feel successful, you don't feel like you're doing enough, ask yourself, is is it really that I'm not doing enough or is it because everyone else seems to be doing X, Y, and Z? Or my parent told me, you know, oh, you should, by 30, you should have this career off the ground or something like that. Um, and you really got to get in the habit of asking yourself, is this me or is this someone else? Is this me speaking or is this some fear speaking? You know, is this how I truly feel or is this just motivated by some emotion? Because emotions are fleeting at the end of the day. Um, and sometimes we have irrational thoughts. We have irrational thoughts and we have irrational emotions too, you know? So sometimes you have to give yourself time to really sit with things before you make a decision. So going back to what I talked about again, you guys, I said, I want you guys to start determining what you want out of life and what makes you happy. Decide if your goals are projection of yours or others, you know, and by others, I mean, family, cultural expectations, um, the world that you live in. Is this what I truly want? Is what, is this what the world tell me that I should want? You can change your mind. I'm giving you guys permission to change your damn mind. Maybe you wanted to be a doctor and guess what? You don't want to be a doctor anymore. Maybe you want to be a therapist. You know, that happened to me. I went to college. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Those courses just didn't sit well with my spirit. So eventually I'm here where I'm at for a reason, you know? So, and as you grow and develop, you become a different person. You can change what you want. Just like I just said, I changed what I wanted. You can change how you get what you want. You know, just because it seems like, hey, this is how this person achieved whatever that goal is that you're trying to accomplish. It doesn't necessarily mean that's the way that you have to go about doing it. Um, there's not a right or wrong path to take. Everyone is a unique individual. Everyone's journey is different. And so is their method. Um, your timeline is your timeline. It's never too late. As I always like to say, if there's a will, there's a way. I, I strongly believe that. Of course, I know that there's barriers out there for a lot of people. Fair. However, in life, if you truly want something, truly, truly want something, of course, there's some limitations. There's just, you know, there's no way for overcoming, like, you know, maybe some uh, disability or something like that, or some something that really, truly creates, makes it unattainable. I get those things. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about people who may have things in their way that seemingly that they can't accomplish this goal, you know, even if it, and, and two, I do also think sometimes it's, I can't accomplish this goal in the set amount of time that people said I should have accomplished it. I'm almost 30 years old. It's too late to start a career. No, it's never too late. You restrict yourself. You know, if you want something, you can go for it. You don't have to be restricted by society's expectations or people around you <coughs> or even the world that we live in. All right. And get out of the shoulds. I think this is another great practice to start doing. When you actually, when you find yourself telling yourself, well, I should do this. I should. I think that's kind of, that's grounds right there that something's up. You know, pay attention to that. Because is that really you or is that someone else's voice speaking through you, if that makes sense? So if you start to find yourself saying shoulds, or even if you have people around you telling you you should, that's another thing. We have to work on setting boundaries with people. You know, respectfully, I understand what you're saying. That may work for you, but that's not what's going to work for me. And even if you can't tell them that, or you, you know, you don't feel comfortable telling them that, tell yourself that, hey, that worked for Karen. That's not going to work for Jasmine. You know, that's all fine and dandy. That's how she did it, but this is how I'm going to do it. But people are very helpful, of course. I lean on my support all the time you know, my other friends who are doing what I'm doing, you know, even some of my friends would just be more creative. 
um, or doing something in life or living a life that they deem is a life that they would like to live, I lean on them too. It's not to say that people are invaluable, but you have to start to determine, you know, what's yours and what's theirs. What's your thoughts? What's your hopes? What's your feelings? What's your desires? And what's someone else trying to police you into what they want or what they deem? Because then sometimes other people are projecting their own stuff onto you because, hell, they're probably not living a life that they want either. But, you know, fear keeps them stuck. You know, and fear based off of the world that we live in, you know, fear is just a method to safeguard and protect us, you know, and not even a negative connotation, you know, at the root of it is just a way to protect us from being hurt or something happening that we didn't, you know, that makes us feel uncomfortable and feel unsafe. You know, sometimes people have not gotten into that place to where they can determine between, you know, is this a fear-based decision or is this a decision of um, that I truly want. And sometimes they project that onto you, their own fears and insecurities. But you have to start asking yourself, when you ask yourself, man, I should be doing this. I should have did this. I mean, I, I can't give you a number. I'm not going to say nine times out of 10, right? But uh, more than likely, if you're finding yourself saying shoulda, woulda, coulda, um, you know, that that's a sign there that you're not making decisions in alignment with who you are and what you truly want. So guys, I hope that helped. I think that pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about today. I just want you guys to get to a place of happiness, you know, or a place that you, I mean, even if it's not happiness, a place that you identify as where you would like to be in life, you know, and I, and I, one of the things I find a lot of people struggle with is just giving themselves permission to be them and do things in their own way and stop seeking external validation from other people um, to live the life that they want. You know, it's 2021, you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't need anybody's permission to do what you want. Do what you want, live a life. You live a life you want. You only have one life. You know, when your days, when days, your days are done, and I say this a lot, when I have my final day and I'm on my, you know, I hate to say deathbed. When I'm before I go on to glory, right? Right before I, they open the gates and they take me to glory. One thing that I want to be comfortable in saying that I made the decisions that I wanted to make, that I didn't allow fear of other people or insecurity or anything to get in the way for me making choices that I wanted to make. Because you only get one life to live, my friend. Why not live a life that you want? You know, you don't owe it to anyone but yourself. Take responsibility for yourself. And I think that's truly a key to living a more fulfilling life. You know, of course, determine what you want out of life, what makes you happy. Set boundaries if you need to you know, and do the work. And I think you're good to go. Well, that was Therapeutic Convo with Jasmine. I look forward to hearing from you guys some more. Um, I look forward to making more podcast topics. I, I really enjoy talking about this because I feel like this is something that impacts so many different people and they feel stuck and they feel obligated to do things in a way that people have told them that they have to do, you know, based off of their own stuff that they have going on. So anywho, guys, I hope you have a good rest of your week and take care. Bye-bye.